Hello and welcome to the Snapfu Podcast. I'm your host Kaima, and on this episode, we'll be talking about the new card Man-Thing, the most recent OTA balance patch, and also some general Marvel Snap news, including the one-year anniversary of Marvel Snap. But first, I have a question. Why is Man-Thing busy all the time? Because he's always swamped. Get it? Because he lives in a swamp? Anyways, uh, if you're new here, SnapFu is a podcast about the Marvel card trading game Marvel Snap, available on mobile and PC. And each week we'll dive into the newest cards, patch updates, and Marvel Snap news. So make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Now, uh, on to the new card, Man-Thing. So Man-Thing in the comics is Dr. Theodore, Dr. Ted Salas. And basically, he and a group of scientists were trying to recreate the super soldier serum that Captain America took. Um, And he previously worked with Dr. Kurt Connors, also known as the Lizard. So while working on this super serum, uh, he was chased by a criminal organization known as Advanced Idea Mechanics, also known as AIM, the same group that made MODOK. And when he was running away, he injected himself with a super serum in hopes of evading this group, but then fell into a swamp and became Man-Thing. He's also in the MCU. He's in the um, Werewolf by Night uh, television series on Disney+. And he was also in a little-known 2005 movie uh, entitled Man-Thing. And he was portrayed by Conan Stevens, uh, who is probably more popularly known as The Mountain. He actually just portrayed him in the first couple of episodes in the first season of Game of Thrones before being replaced. Uh, Now, in Marvel's Snap, Man-Thing is a four-cost, five-power card whose power is ongoing and reads one two and three cost cards here have negative two power so basically when you play man thing down he creates like this i guess swamp for lack of a better word and every one two or three cost card there gets negative two power um so i mean he's an okay card uh currently he costs three thousand tokens in the shop or you can get him in the collector caches sorry spotlight caches he's okay though i don't think he's that great it's kind of hard to really slot him anywhere he's good with luke cage but then usually the other opponent usually plays luke cage as well so that's kind of useless and he's good with like junk decks so if you play debris and get some rocks in there or you play uh, Green Goblin is another good one. Um, and Demon. Or the Hood. You get, so you play the Hood and then you can Viper the Hood over. And then play Man-Thing. So it's negative 2 power plus whatever the other cards are. So I mean it's okay. But like everybody's running Luke Cage now it seems. So he's kind of not that impactful. And plus he only like swamps down one location so i mean it's not really 
game-changing. So, I mean, in terms of the overall meta, I don't think he's really that great. And, yeah, there's way better cards. Like, I find myself forcing myself to use Man-Thing just for the weekend missions, but other than that, I think, yeah, he's a bit of a write-off. So, I mean, it's a cool concept, but, you know, hard to execute, at least in my opinion. I can't find, like, a good deck to slot him in where I could just slot somebody else, like... Hazmat is <laughs> probably a better idea. But yeah, Luke Cage is a problem. A lot of people have Luke Cage, and once he plays Luke Cage down, the man thing is kind of useless. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on man thing. Now, there is also an OTA patch, an over the air patch, and they sort of patched a lot of tokens. So, basically, cards that are created by another card. So basically, Black Widow got a bit of a buff. So she creates a Widow's Bite, which says, while this is in your hand, you cannot draw cards. Now, previously, Widow's Bite used to be a zero-cost, zero-power card. Now, Widow's Bite is zero-cost, negative one. So if you don't play out this card, you cannot draw cards. And before, it was just a waste of a space. But now it's a waste of space plus negative one on that side. So it's, it's a little more annoying in that aspect. So it's it's interesting. It's a cool change. Why not? Not a, a lot of people play Black Widow anyway. She's, I mean, she's two cost one power card. So not that strong. But yeah, I mean, I mean, a little buff here is fine, I guess. And another thing they changed was Tiger Spirit. So Tiger Spirit is... When you play White Tiger, who is a five cost one power card, uh, White Tiger creates this other White Tiger Spirit card that goes in either location. And before it was a seven power card and they buffed it to be an eight power card. So, I mean, a great combination to play this in would be Wong. And then you play White Tiger and the Tiger Spirits go everywhere and then you can Odin that. So, yeah, having it an extra power is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a welcome change. I don't see a lot of people using White Tiger either, but in like a Wong, Mystique, Odin deck, uh, this newly updated Tiger Spirit can be pretty powerful. And the rest of the changes, the next three changes are nerfs. So you have Forge at a 2 cost, who was originally a 2 cost 1 power card. Now Forge is a 1 cost 1 power card. Um, but unfortunately, before on reveal, he would give the next card you play plus 3 power. And now he only gives plus 2 power. So, I mean, I guess it was great while it lasted, but this is another hit to the... Uh, shall you say collector bloodstone deck I mean plus three is great a little overpowered especially if you play brood absorbing man um, so yeah it's back to plus two power however being a one cost is not bad because you can play that out earlier or like with another card on turn six so that's kind of an okay balance change i wouldn't necessarily call that a total nerf um yeah just a regular balance changes 
I think it's fine. Now the next card that got nerfed, but I don't think is enough, is Aliyah. So Aliyah originally was a 6 cost 5 power card. Now Aliyah is a 6 cost 3 power card. And I don't think that is enough. Because the problem with Aliyah is not his power. The problem with Aliyah is its ability. Which is destroy all enemy cards played here this turn, including unrevealed cards. So yeah, you nerf it like minus two power. So that's okay. I mean, that's fine. You really don't play it for that reason anyways. The reason why you play Aliyah is to get rid of the cards on that location. So now if, if you're losing it by a little less power, then it's a little harder for you to win that location. But if you're clearly winning it, you can still lock it down with Aliyah. So I don't think this change is enough. It's really annoying getting a life. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's fun for anybody else, but for me, it's certainly not fun. Even to play a life feels bad. It feels like really dirty. So I'm hoping they'll do more to this card in the future because I don't think that's enough. But I guess that will wait to be seen. Uh, and the final card that got the nerf was Shuri. But again, not really, because so Shuri was a 4 cost 2 power card. Now Shuri is a 4 cost 1 power card that doubles the next card that you play at this location. So knocks down a little bit of power, but really, what does it matter? You can just play out the, I mean, you really play Shuri just to get the next card powered up, right? And now she's a good candidate for Mr. Negative, because now you can get a 1 cost Shuri and play something else there. like. I don't know, you could play Red Skull right away. So, yeah, is it a nerf? Like, every time they nerf something like this, you gotta think of Mr. Negative. Even a life with Mr. Negative becomes a 3-6, and that is really cool. That's really powerful. So, yeah, I, I think this was an okay patch. They really need to address the Alive change with something more than just power. I've been saying, like, at least let the cards reveal before you destroy them, so at least you have a chance. Oh, but I guess we'll have to wait to next month if they do decide to change anything with a big balance patch. But in the meantime, we will just all have to deal with Eliath. Uh In other news, the weekend challenge came out. And for this week, it was... Or this weekend, which is ongoing right now. So you have to win 8 games for 200 credits by winning a location with 10 or less power. Actually, so you don't have to actually win the game, you just have to win the location for 10 or less power. So you can actually lose like eight games in a row, but as long as you win the location with 10 or less power, uh, you can get the 200 credits. And the next mission for the weekend is with Elsa Bloodstone, which was the same as last weekend. You get 150 gold for winning with Elsa Bloodstone in your deck if you win eight times. And the new one is win with Man Thing starting in your deck four times, and you get 200 collector tokens. But uh, so if you happen to get Man Thing, this is it's fine. You get 200 tokens back, but I think it's a better idea just to not get Man Thing and save your tokens that way. So, yeah, if you haven't completed your weekend missions, I think it's time to get on that. 
Now, they are celebrating a year of Marvel Snap. Um, and as a thank you, so starting October 18th, they're going to give away some cool rewards just for logging in in celebration of the one year anniversary. So on October 18th, if you log in, you'll get the GOTY edition title. So Game of the Year edition as a new title. On October 19th, when you log in, you'll get 65 random boosters. Okay, cool. And then on October 20th, you'll get 500 credits for logging in. And then on October 21st, unfortunately, you get three gold conquest tickets because, you know, we need more gold conquest tickets, right? No, I'm like swimming in them. That's kind of useless. But then on October 22nd, you'll get 300 gold, which is pretty helpful, I think. And then on October 23rd, you'll get the community voted anniversary variant. Uh, so basically what that is, uh, you can vote on one of three variants. So, so there's a Shang-Chi variant, a Ghost Rider variant, and a Human Torch variant. So uh, basically you can vote on one of these three cards starting October 18th until the 20th. And they'll send whoever... Um, is the winner, I guess, to all players. So, but so Human Torch looks like. Uh, I mean, okay, so Ghost Rider is like a police badge, and Shang Chi has like all these dolls on it, and Ghost Rider is like a giant, like face avatar of him. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, always like free stuff, right? So speaking of free stuff, the Twitch drops are back. So starting on October 18th, you can get a new Shocker variant or 155 Shocker boosters and 500 credits. And finally, you can get a Shocker variant card. So sorry. So if you watch the Twitch streams, you if you watch two hours, you can get the Shocker variant avatar. If you watch four hours, you'll get 155 Shocker boosters and 500 credits. And if you watch a total of six hours, you can earn a Shocker variant card. And it looks like he's driving some sort of vehicle. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, free stuff is free, right? So, if you log into Twitch with your favorite streamer, uh, let's see what drops the name. So, through October 31st. So, basically, from October 18th to October 31st. If you have drops enabled, you can watch your favorite streamer and earn free swag. So that's always good. Uh, and they announced that starting October 18th for the one year anniversary, uh, Fogwell's Gym is making a comeback. So Fogwell's Gym is that special location where both players get double boosters this game. So yeah, that's cool. Double boosters are cool and plus it's like a neutral location so it's not like something like deep space or something like that so you'll get that for 24 hours starting october 18th and then finally for the celebration they have a year of marvel snap special bundle so for four dollars and 99 cents us 
you'll get a Deadpool variant. They say it's a Penny Arcade variant. You'll get a thousand gold and the title, This Dating App Blows. So as a thank you for all our fantastic players, blah, 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 we'll give you this special bundle. Um, I mean, if you buy gold with real money, it's cool because normally gold is 300 gold for 499 US. So for 499 US, you're getting a thousand gold. So if, if you do like spend money for gold, this is a pretty good bundle. It's probably the best bundle you could buy for money. Um, but yeah, so if you, if you want to throw down five bucks and get that gold, thousand gold, sure. Why not? Um, on top of that, on top of that, they have something called milestone anniversaries. Okay, so what is that? So basically, if you log into uh, their website, there is like this counter uh, or like a scale where you get certain points for spending real money. So if you go to the marvelsnap.com website, log in with your Snap ID, uh, you can get, so the first reward is a magic avatar um, for 100 points. And then the next one is 200 gold for 1,000 points. And then 400 credits for 2,500 points. 500 gold for 5,000 points. 10,000 gold for a magic variant. 1,000 tokens for 15,000 points. And the grand finale, 20,000 points for a special enchantress card and avatar. So if you're wondering how you get these points, you have to spend real money. So spending X amount of money will give you a certain amount of points. So if you buy gold with real money, you'll get some points. If you buy the bundles, you get another set of points. Yada, yada. Um... But if you actually bought the season pass this month, you'll get a thousand points. So if you log into the Marvel Snap website, you'll automatically receive the magic avatar and 200 gold just for buying the season pass. So yeah, log into that, get your free gold if you bought the season pass. And if you buy other things for money you can unlock all these things but it gets pretty expensive just to get that special avatar so yeah i don't know so all in all a very interesting week man thing i wish was better uh more interesting but the ota changes were okay they weren't too harsh i guess but yeah so that's yeah, that's all the changes this week. So that's our episode. Thank you for tuning in. And make sure to join us next week at the same Snap time and the same Snap channel. Stay safe and Snap-foo.